Okay. We just can start from there. Um, if um, if you want to like, if something didn't it doesn't come out right, mm-hmm. just give us like three seconds and then go back at it again. Okay. Um, that can. way we can. Re- um, what do you call it? Mm-hmm. That way we can uh, edit it. Okay. Let me see. Okay, yeah, that's fine. No problem. So you got both angles, I think. Mm-hmm. 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 Did you get it to work or not? No. I think I can put this one towards the... I can put this one towards the, one of the cameras. So, okay, so three to five principles, we can keep them three, the mm-hmm. most the most important ones you use to get you to where you are. Okay. Pretty simple. Pretty, pretty simple. That would be on the subject. Sound good? Of course. So am I, I'm looking at this camera right here? Or um, you can look at this one, mm-hmm. and I can look at that one, and then okay. there's going to be a... Or actually, we can look at, at that one mainly. Yeah, no that problem. That way we, we can... Uh, this will be a second shot. Yeah. Turn off my phone. You can set it on top. And you set it up to... Uh, so it won't not disturb, not disturb. I did, yeah. You did? Okay, perfect. Just in case. Can I use this little napkin? Sure, sure, of course. Okay. Good. Good? Can make it happen, huh? Good, uh, clear. So the minimal when, uh... All right. Two, three. So, so I can check the, the audio. 
Hello everyone and thank you for watching Principal Living. Today we have a special guest. It's a man that has been, I've met a couple of times and he, he's a person that I really look up to. Uh, a person that I see as a success story. Uh, it's actually a very, very cool story from going from sleeping on the, on the dirt in, in Zacatecas, Mexico to be now a multimillionaire. So it's an awesome story, it's an awesome guy, and, and I just really, I'm really blessed to, to have him around my life. So without further ado, I want to present you guys with Guillermo Jaro. How Thank you, doing? you, man. Great, how, great. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. By the way, I, I was born on a dirt floor. I, didn't I don't know that I necessarily slept on it. So oh, okay. I wanted, wanted to make sure we're clear on that. I got the, the story mixed up a little bit. Okay, no problem. Okay. Well, um, today we're here to, to find out more about your success. Um, and if you can give us a little bit more of your background of what you do and who you are so the audience can know a little bit more about you. Well, my name is Guillermo Otto. I'm involved in a financial services business. Uh, the name of it is called World Financial Group. I'm here in my office in Glendora, California. I've been doing WFG now for 21 years, and it's been my passion. I found something that I absolutely love to do. I'm very successful at it. I'm very committed to it. Uh, prior to me getting involved in WFG, I was in the real estate business, mortgage business. I've done many other jobs, several other hustles out there, different um, labor jobs where I use my hands to make money, and that was really tough. So I've uh, done it all, pretty much tried it all. I've struggled. I've been financially very uh, challenged. Thank God I ran across this company. I ran across a model, a platform that actually worked. And then I put my all into it, and I was led by one of the best guys, in my opinion, one of the best guys in the entire industry, and that made a big difference. Um, you become who you surround yourself with, so if you can find the right people to surround yourself with, I think that makes a huge difference with the destiny you'll actually live. That is correct. I, I, tr I truly believe that, that uh, the people that you have around can um, make a big impact as far as like how far you go out and how how you actually grow your mindset because mm -hmm. I believe and um, and I've heard this like this story before that if if you are from another guy and he said if you are belching and farting going to the to the bar right on a on a weekly basis that's who you're gonna become with all your friends right so if that's your surrounding that's who you're gonna become but if you have people that are Making bad, uh, making an impact in their lives to other people, and just growing, uh, not not just financially but mentally, you can get to a to a better level of yourself. Would you agree? Sure, okay. yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And um, today, I just we would like to talk to you a little bit about what principles um, you have applied into your life in order to get you to where you are today. We, we can start with the most important one to you, the one you have used the most that has get you to the, got you to the success that you, um, that you have, that you have acquired till this moment. What do you think that will be the, that first principle? Um, I believe the first one obviously would be hard work. It's funny how everybody wants to be successful, but they want to go about it the easy way or the least troubled way or the least harmful way or the least risk way. Uh, if you don't work hard, if you don't sustain hard work over a long period of time, I don't think it's possible. Uh, there's no such thing as get rich quick. There's so many people trying to speed it up and all that. At the end of the day, you've got to pay the price for a, 
a series of years. I don't know if it's going to be three years or five years or 10 years. Uh, we see success stories of people that have taken a long time to actually get there, but you've got to be very diligent with your work. So I think hard work is non-negotiable. You've got to be willing to put forth the work. Uh, that's number one. I would say number two, you got to know exactly where you're going. You got to have a goal. You got to have a plan. You got to wake up every day knowing exactly where you're going and put one foot forward. So your vision of where you want to go, I think that's important. Keep that at the forefront of who you are and what you want to do. So uh, working with no plan is also just your dead meat. So you got to be a super hard worker, but you got to know that hard work is getting you where and you got to have a plan. You got to have a road. You, you got to know exactly the direction you're headed into. Uh, another principle I would say would be the idea of um, constantly growing and developing yourself. So many people plateau with their ability to learn um, in our business or with the people that I coach and teach. I'm always letting them know to stay green and like things that are green grow like grass. And then if it's not green, they start dying. So you're either growing or you're dying. And I would say so many people get out of high school and then they stop learning. So for the rest of their life, they're just existing with the same level of information. And I think that's just a key mistake for most people. If you want to get ahead, you got to get new knowledge. you got to be surrounded with people that are above you, that are stronger, faster, richer, more intelligent, people who are impact players in your life. And you got to fight to forge those relationships, to seek those people out, to um, go shake hands. Of course, you can't do that in COVID-19, but at least to reach out and make contact and be around the people that live the way you want to live. So hard work, got to have a vision. You got to work on yourself. I just also, uh, another thing is uh, how you treat people. You got to treat people good. You got to respect people. Uh, It's a cruel society out there right now. There's a lot of bullying going on, even on social media. Um, You you cannot get distracted by that. You got to stay focused on your end goal. And uh, you can't, take things personal. Another thing too is I just believe you can't be a sensitive person. You got to toughen up a little bit. So I'm really big on mental toughness, on understanding that tough times will come and go, but tough people stay. So you got to have the endurance. You got to be willing to to stick it out long-term. I'm a very long-term commitment type person. Uh, We always look at the things that are valuable in your life and typically those things that are are long-term. For example, like my marriage is a long-term proposition. Raising my kids, that's a long-term proposition. Accumulating my wealth, I want to be able to do that long-term. I'm doing that right now, but I'm accumulating my wealth, and I'm planning to do that for the rest of my life. Also, being healthy and working out and feeling fit and strong, that's a long-term proposition. My faith with the man upstairs, that's a long-term proposition. Been doing that for many years. I'm going to continue to do it for the rest of my life. The overall thing is that you're happy. My belief is that if you make progress in your life, then you're considered happy. Think about for most people, when they've moved it forward, you're happy. There's this internal energy and this excitement about getting ahead and that makes you happy. When someone's stagnant, like in the Bible it says, an idle mind is Satan's playground. So if you're just sitting around, if you got nothing to do, then you start processing all the negative thoughts. But when you're busy moving it forward, then that's when your life takes on a lot of meaning and that's when you're most fulfilled. That's when you're happy. That's the bliss in life. So I don't know if that helps. Yeah, definitely. So as far as, um, I mean, you have a lot of great information. Um, I would like to kind of 
expand a little bit more on the on on your main three. Sure. So the first one you said it was to work uh, hard. Now is I've seen it um, in, even in my industry when when I when I started selling cars. Um, you see a lot of people that you're pushing them towards towards selling vehicles, and I believe from going to a, from a regular. Um, employee mindset to being a salesperson you there has to be a change and people what I, something that I've what we've seen is that they try to go for the path of least resistance mm-hmm. do you believe there's a, a reason why that is instead of, of the hard work why everybody goes the other way well because hard work is hard <laughs> they don't say <laughs> easy work it's called hard work I mean yeah. it's hard for a reason uh, it's also hard because that's where all the prizes are. It's like lifting weights. That's not easy. There's resistance. Uh, so if it were easy, everybody would already have it. The thing is, it's not easy. So the path of least resistance is what we think can actually get us to where we want to go, only to find out that it's false. You've got to pay the price. I'm a firm believer in paying the price. You've got to be willing to do the work. It's those who do the work. Think about an athlete. If he skips out on the workouts, if he skips out on the weight training, he skips out on keeping his diet, if he takes the path of least resistance, that athlete is not going to be a competitive athlete, and so many other people that outworked him are going to get that spotlight. They're going to take his position. So you cannot negotiate that. Um, People who are anti-working hard simply get left behind. And by the way, it's so going to be um, thrown in their face. Mm-hmm. That you didn't work hard, you don't deserve it. Okay, that that's understandable, and I and I really like the the point of view mm-hmm. um, as well. What, what is one thing that you do to get you in that mindset on an everyday basis to keep you committed to to hard work? Well, you got to have your written goals. Um, yeah. I believe most people don't write down their goals. Uh, the book uh, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, talks about write down your goals, read them every day, read them out loud, read them in the morning, read them at night. Uh, I've not been consistent with that my whole life, but overall I've been pretty much on top of it. So if you have a purpose, you wake up and you read those goals, now your mind's locked into what you just saw, and now you're ready to attack today and do the things that you want. So. Get after the things you want and write them down. Take the time, take the discipline to write it down. There's power with your mind, transferring that knowledge into a pen. You're seeing it and then you recite it. So you got your eyes, your mind, your ears, and your mouth all locked into your goals. Mm -hmm. And then you believe them. That's a pretty powerful combination. Okay. I, um, I have a belief, and just like you said as well, that... There's a lot of times, and I've seen it with a lot of people, that they always say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and they never come through. Do you, do you believe there's a, there's a middle ground in between from having it just in your mind to writing it down and having that, maybe that discipline to reading it every day, but having to project your mind into, into paper? Do you think it's, it's pretty impactful of in course. order to, to get you to work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, without question... If it's on your mind, but not on paper, and then I think it loses its power, I think it loses its efficiency. But if you have it on your mind, you put it down on paper, plus you read it, and then you say it, and you do that repeatedly, and you also have other people cheering you on. Like, for example, my wife is my biggest cheerleader, my kids. So the name of the game is for you to be all about it, for you to say it, now you can't let them down. Like, when I say, hey, kids, we're going to do this, well, I can't let my kids down. 
Uh, you're supposed to be a person of character and honor when you say something, damn it, do it. So that's, that's how your stock goes up as an individual. So uh, yeah, I do believe there is a distinction between just having it in your mind versus it being on paper and the constant repetition of those goals. It's a world apart. Just having it in your mind, I don't think that's good enough. Okay. And, and you'll have sporadic success when it's only there. And um, one thing I believe as well, based on, on planning, is that if, and there's a lot of people as well in, in a part of my life that have done this, and I think it's, it's not good to do. And I just want to get a little bit of your input. A lot of people have very, very big goals. Mm-hmm. But once you think about a big goal, would you agree that you have to kind of break them down into shorter, smaller goals? Sure. Because I believe that there's a lot of people out there that they think that, you know, they can, I don't know, just to give you an example, give you get to five million in one year. But then once you have that goal, is you see it too far ahead because it's too big mm-hmm. based on the stage you, you're at right now. So if you break it down into smaller goals, it's easier to achieve. Is that something you probably added onto yourself or is it something that you agree on? Yeah, I, um, I practice in my life setting goals that I hit. Okay. There's just power with building confidence. How do you build confidence? You set a goal and you hit it. And you set another goal and you hit it. You, now you make it a habit of setting goals and hitting them. Versus setting this massive goal that's so far out there that's potentially even to your brain or your vision, it's unattainable. So they say one time of all the different seminars and meetings I've been to, they says, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You can't take the <laughs> elephant and open up your mouth and swallow the whole thing. It's just too big. Yeah. But you can take that elephant and you can chop them up into bite-sized pieces and start eating away at it. And sooner or later, you've eaten an elephant. That's a goal. So the elephant is your $5 million goal, but you can't do all of it because your mouth's not big enough. You, you just can't swallow the whole elephant, but you can bite them one bite at a time. You can eat it one bite at a time and you can make progress. And if you do that continuously, that's why consistency over a long period of time is absolute success. I, I really like that, that, that anatomy. I, I love that. That's, that's awesome. So going from, from planning, mm-hmm. You gave me your third principle, which was getting knowledge. Now, is there something that you do on maybe on a daily basis, weekly basis, to keep your mind fresh and getting new knowledge? Is there some type of knowledge that you would seek? Yeah, I wouldn't want knowledge that specifically makes me better in my field. There's okay. so much information out there, and there's a lot of information out there that doesn't pertain to me. So I understand there's stuff out in the universe right now there's stuff in the media there's stuff about politics there's so much information out there that would be important to someone else but it's not necessarily important to me so i don't believe that you need to be smart in every area like i'm not supposed to know everything about rockets and i'm not supposed to know everything about the solar system and everything about biology and everything about global warming and all the deals going on with politics oh i just there's not enough time to really take an interest in all those things so i narrow down to the things that are important to me my family my future we live our life on very simple principles number one is faith so i believe you got to in, invest the time and really enrich your faith the second thing is you got to have a strong family foundation 
So we're really big with family, with spending time with family, with eating together, praying together to really unite the family. The third thing would be you got to have your money right. So the finances are super important. So we got faith, family, finances. You got to make some big money. Raising a family in a challenged state is really tough. Most of us grew up to poor families and it was a childhood we don't want to repeat. I don't want to have my kids repeat the childhood I had. They says, if you don't come from a rich family, it's your responsibility to build one. And so I have. Mm -hmm. Number four is you got to have your fitness in place. I mean, to be physically fit, to invest time to exercise, to have uh, strong muscles, bones, to have good posture, to have uh, the right type of uh, energy during the course of the day. If, you know, I have kids. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Do you think I need energy? <laughs> a lot. So I need energy because they are a ball of energy, and I got to match that energy. So there's no time to say, hey, I just get home and pop open a beer and put my feet up on the couch and watch TV. That's, that's not the deal. I mean, they're active, and I got to mirror that energy. And then the last one, you got to have fun, man, because life's too short. You got to have fun. If you focus your energy on these things that are important, your faith, your family, the finances, your fitness, and having fun doing it, then that's where you channel all of your energy. Outside of that, there's, too many, there's not too many other things that are important. We will do some of the other things, but most of the things we do on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis are in connection with those five priorities. Okay, awesome. I'm going to stop it right there real quick.